Good morning, everyone. Hello, I'm Natalie. I'm one of the pastors here at the church. It's so great to be out here together and just celebrate all that God has done. So much has happened over the course of this past year already. Well, even though we're outside and even though it's going to be a little distracting, it's windy and there's, we're going to start smelling the grill and all that stuff, um, we're going to still open God's word this morning together and we still want to continue on in our series in the book of Romans. So we're going to kick this off right away with the main point. I'm going to give it to you right away and we're going to break it down a little bit, okay? So the main point for this morning is this. When you put your faith in Jesus, you don't have to fear anything. You no longer have to fear what is to come when you put your faith in Jesus Christ. When, you, when you're a Christian, you can have this assured hope that drastically impacts how you live. Now, this is a strong statement, and it's a very true statement that I know that I need to be reminded of time and time again. We all need this reminder. There have been so many times where I have let fear run the show in my own life. For me, when that happens, I tend to shut down and I get stuck, and that impacts me, that impacts everyone around me. But we all, we all deal with fear, it's not just me. You have your own ways of dealing with fear, and they could be similar or different from mine. You could be someone who isolates as a safety mechanism. Uh, maybe you power up and try to ignore all the fear that is around you, or maybe you become this like control freak, right? And you try to eliminate fear by controlling every single outcome. These are things that we do. We all deal with fear and we all deal with it in different ways, but here's the thing. None of those mechanisms actually eliminate fear. None of these options actually work. I can think of a time in my life where I was really, really afraid. And I don't mean I just had like a little bit of fear. <laughs> I mean I had to be reminded time and time again that because of my faith, I was gonna be okay. Jeff and I, we lived in the inner city of Kansas City for about 10 years. We loved this neighborhood and the community there was amazing. But it was also the place that the news would report on and talk about because of shootings and gang violence and a whole bunch of other activities that took place. Well, Jeff was on a work trip and I, I can just remember every bit of this so vividly. Um, it was just me at home and our dog buddy. We had a large German Shepherd who's a great dog. Our house had this awesome front porch that we'd sit on all the time while well, I, was, I was spending a lot of time out there and sitting out on the front porch eating lunch and he was gone and it was a beautiful day. It was very, very quiet. And then it was not quiet. <laughs> it was not quiet at all. In a matter of seconds, everything changed. Gunshots were fired, tires squealed and this maroon car came racing by the front of my house. I was terrified. <laughs> when I heard the shots fired, I ran inside. I turned back to call my dog to come in, and as I was turning back around, I looked out my front door, and I made direct eye contact with the driver driving by me. I was completely terrified by this. This was a drive-by shooting that took place right in front of my house, right outside my home. I was afraid that they were gonna shoot me. I was afraid that they were gonna come back for me. I started praying these frantic prayers the moment that I got in my house. I, start, I got in my house and I was like, Lord, help me, protect me, help me, help me. What should I do, what should I do? And it was almost like the book of Psalms was just pouring out of my mouth. Help me in my time of need, Lord. I locked all the doors, I turned on the alarm system, and I started like pacing around my house, just, you know, your heart is racing, trying to figure out what to do. 
And I remember I'd occasionally just kind of like peek out the window to see if anyone was out there. Well, as I was praying and trying to calm down and trying to figure out what to do, I heard the Lord say, don't be afraid. I am with you. And he started to remind me, my heart is still racing, but he's, he's reminding me of the call that he placed on me and Jeff to be there. I was, he was reminding me of our call into that neighborhood. I was still afraid, but I knew that I was loved and that God was far bigger than my fear in that moment. It's not like the fear was just magically removed, but God's love was so much stronger and he was replacing my fear with his peace. Anytime I find myself struggling with fear, I'm reminded of this powerful moment and in time where God comforted me in the midst of my fear. I encountered the Lord that day and I experienced his protection over me. What we do when we are afraid can dramatically impact our lives. It would have been really easy for me to let fear take over, but because of my relationship with the Lord, I was able to get through that moment without being consumed by fear, right? The story is pretty dramatic. <laughs> I can confidently say that. I have not seen a, a drive-by shooting here in Fort Collins, um, so that is good, right? This is not something that has carried over, but I do still experience fear in my life today. And I know that we all struggle with fear in all different kinds of moments in our lives. Well, in today's scripture, we learn a lot about how we can move past our current fears and trust the Lord today and tomorrow and the next day. So in, I'm going to read Romans 8, 15 to 19 this morning. Listen to this. So you have not received a spirit that makes you fearful slaves. Instead, you received God's spirit when he adopted you as his own children. Now we call him Abba, Father. For his spirit joins with our spirit to affirm that we are God's children. And since we are his children, we are his heirs. In fact, together with Christ, we are heirs of God's glory. But if we are to share in his glory, we must, we must also share his suffering. Yet what we suffer now is nothing compared to the glory he will reveal to us later. For all creation is waiting eagerly for the f that future day when God will reveal who his children really are. Because you are adopted into his family, you have a place to belong and share in his glory for eternity. Your future is in him, and because of your faith in Jesus, you don't have to fear anything. Think about fear for a moment. What are, what are you afraid of? According to Siri, who's a really credible source, right? Super credible. Siri says these are the eight biggest fears that we experience, okay? The number one fear is failure. We hate failing, and we fear failing, right? Number two is the fear of rejection. Nobody likes that. Number three, the fear of change. Number four is public speaking. That's one of mine. <laughs> Here I am. That's great. Number five, not being good enough. This is real, the fear of not being good enough. Number six, sharing secrets or being vulnerable. Number seven, fear of time, as in FOMO, as in like this fear of you don't want to miss out on anything. And number eight is the fear of loneliness. 
Oh man, <laughs> what a list. Happy Fourth of July weekend. Let's like talk about fear. What are we afraid of? Let's face it. This is a lot of fun. <laughs> well, these are, these are the top eight, but there's so many other kinds of ways that we have fear as a culture. People fear death, politics, not having enough money. And for a while there, COVID just freaked everyone out, right? Like we all were in this. Now, imagine with me what our world might be like if we no longer were afraid of all these things and we learned to trust Jesus instead. Imagine what that would feel like. What if we chose to run to Jesus in the midst of all our fears? All these fears are real. The goal isn't the elimination of fear. It's to run to his love when you feel afraid. When the drive-by shooting took place and happened right in front of me and Jeff was gone and I somehow needed to take a step forward and keep moving, I needed Jesus over and over again. I didn't need distractions. I didn't need to just sit and watch a movie. I didn't need dessert. I needed to go to Jesus. So where do you go when you're afraid? Where do you, where do you go? Do you try to control everything around you? Do you power up like you're stronger than the fear? Do you ignore your fear and just stuff it down? Maybe, I mean, maybe you begin to blame others for causing this fear as if you're the victim. Or do you move toward the Lord? Do you spend time in prayer? Do you worship or get surrounded by a community of believers who love you and remind you of who you are? In order to move through all the moments of fear, it's so important to know who you are in Christ Jesus. When you give your life to Christ, who are you? Listen to the first part of the, the scripture passage again, starting in Romans 8, verse 15. It says this, so you, so you have not received a spirit that makes you fearful slaves. So you have not received a spirit that makes you fearful slaves. Instead, you receive God's spirit when he adopted you as his own children. Now we, are, now we call him Abba Father, for his spirit joins with our spirit to affirm that we are God's children. And since we are his children, we are his heirs. In fact, together with Christ, we are heirs of God's glory. When you put your faith in Jesus, you are a child of God. You are an heir to his throne. You are promised an internal inheritance in Jesus Christ. This is who you are. Tim Keller has this great quote. He says this, What you know about the future completely determines how you process the present. What you know about the future completely determines how you process the present. If you know you're a child of God, you can fix your eyes on him. It changes how you process and interpret your daily life. You see Jesus instead of all the hardship. You see Jesus instead of all of the pain. You see Jesus instead of all of the fear. You're not abandoned to fear and just left to fend for yourself and figure it out on your own. You are a child of God and his love surrounds you where you fix your eyes, it really matters. In times of fear, look to Jesus and know that you are an heir to his throne and that you are a child of God.
what are you afraid of and, and where do you go with that fear? These are, these are really important questions. And Romans 8 teaches us very clearly that when you put your faith in Jesus, you don't have to fear anything. You no longer have to fear what is to come when you put your faith in him. As I close, I want to read this next section in Romans 8 because it's this beautiful promise and blessing for us this morning. So just receive this this morning and listen and take this in. Can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity or are persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger or threatened with death? No. Despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love, neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today or our worries about tomorrow, not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus, our Lord. When you put your faith in Jesus, you don't have to fear anything. Nothing can separate you from his love. Let's pray 